0: You, you are divine. divine. Hello, my beautiful authentic seekers, and welcome back to day four of our little hot girl, hot girl, our healed girl spring, you know, healed girl, healed guy, healed person spring. Uh, welcome back. I'm so excited to get into today's video because I feel like this is where all of it really starts to come together, Right. And in today's little mini episode, I want to talk to you about something that I know that I've mentioned before, but I'm going to tie in, especially day one and two into this, because this is how you get the whole picture. This is how you create that healing experience for yourself. And I know because I've done this myself, because I am somebody that. I don't just like put shit out there and I'm like, oh yeah, this is some cool shit. Look at this. No, I'm going to come with only the experiences or the facts, one or the other. And today we're coming with experience. So today's episode, I want to focus on the person that you would need to become in order to live the life that you're trying to reach for. Who would you need to become? If you want to be somebody that you have a creative business for a living, who do you need to become in your day-to-day life for that? you know, don't just, and uh, this is, it can get kind of messy. So hear me out for a minute. And I know I've covered this on a previous episode before, like not just in our Healed Girl Spring, but in like other episodes in the past, I've talked about this with you. And I know I changed some people's perspective because a lot of you write to me about this, but something that I said, and I'm going to say it again here is don't just think about like what it would feel like to make money from your creative endeavors. Think about who you're actually going to be when You have an argument with your spouse when your child comes home and they're upset with something at school. Think about the person you're going to be in your difficult moments too, because most people think that when they actualize their dream life and manifest being the person that they hope to become, that everything is just going to be peachy keen all the time. Everything's just going to be awesome. You're always going to have an answer for everything. Your life is going to make sense. You're going to be mentally well every single day and I think some of those things are achievable. I do think we can strive to be mentally well, truly every day, not to say that we won't ever hit bumps in the road, but I do feel like <clears throat> that's something I don't actually hear enough people talking about that being anxious all the time is not necess- is not normal. And we live in a society that teaches us that everybody's anxious. And so we should like, it's okay to just everybody be anxious or depressed. And I hope to see a world in my lifetime where we don't, create that as the normal baseline story for everybody, because I would love to see people actually able to get the help that they need and to feel good. Because I think I said it in yesterday's episode, episode, it's your fucking birthright to feel good. You, you are allowed to feel good. And anyways, I feel like I'm getting off topic. The point is, who do you need to become in order to become this person? Right. And so we went over, your story, the things that you tell yourself that really aren't in alignment with who you want to become. We went over the fear that you have of not becoming a certain kind of person. And we went over the actions that you take possibly on a daily basis that really kind of go against the self or drive the fear deeper inside. And with these things, I've really given you the tools to look at yourself with a lot of awareness and be like, Hey, This story that we have going on is not the story we want to tell about ourselves. And please allow me to be the person that tells you, I know this shit from experience. I know that this shit works. I know that it can help. And I feel like I can say it until I'm blue in the face, but until you're ready, it might just not be for you. And I, I only know because I've been that person too. I've been that person that was like, I'm manifesting all the things. I'm doing all the things. I'm making the vision boards. I'm dreaming about new things for myself. And then it felt like nothing was working, but it wasn't until I did the parts work. It wasn't until I addressed the parts of myself that I felt shameful about. It wasn't until I addressed that there's actually nothing wrong with me and not like in a narcissistic way, but in a literally the universe made me perfect. The universe made you perfect. The universe made everybody fucking perfect and like perfectly imperfect. And even where you are in your life right now, if it is like the worst, all of this is serving purpose. And I'm going to really get into that tomorrow. But the reason I say that, like, I feel like you really do have to fall in love with the journey of becoming the new self in order to become the new self. Yes, it is like a little bit about focusing on becoming that person, but it's also about removing the shame and all of the shameful stories that you write about yourself in your day-to-day and actually finding compassion for those parts of yourself that the whole person can emerge and you can decide who you want to be and create that person in the now. I hope all of that makes sense. I know it's kind of metaphorical and maybe a little too mystical for some people, but that really is how it works. I know this from experience, but when it comes to changing who you are and who you want to be, don't try to overhaul your whole life overnight because that often will send you into this like, It can kind of like I was saying yesterday, it can do more damage than good. If you don't go at the right pace for yourself, if you go too fast and you feel like you quote unquote fail yourself, which by the way, you can never fail yourself literally ever, like never, you can never actually fail yourself. Failure isn't real unless you decide to not get back up and try again. Failure is not real. It does not exist until you decide that you want to fully and truly give up forever. And even then I wouldn't call it a failure. I would call it a redirection because now you're just going in a new direction, but going at the right pace is so insanely important. And some people can do that. Some people can decide they want to be somebody else. They go super beast mode. They go hard mode and they become somebody else. Two months later, we see it on TikTok all the time, but we have to stop pretending that every single one of us can go at the same pace because we can't. And that's for a myriad of reasons. Some of us are discriminated on. Some of us have lots of big T trauma, little T trauma. Some of us are being stagnated because of life's experiences. There is so much nuance to the healing journey. And I feel like the problem is, is that so many people try to make this one way of doing everything And there is no one size fits all. There is no one size fits all. I can give you all the tools in the world like I've been doing, but you have to use them in your own way at your own pace because your version of getting to where you want to go is going to be way different from getting from where I was to where I wanted to go because we have different desires. We have different life experiences. We have different sets of circumstances. And there is no one size fits all. However... Using this tool at your own pace, I believe will assist you. And that is asking yourself who you want to become and what could you change right now that would be easy to change? Easy, easy being the key. What would be an easy thing that you could change? So for myself, when I was really not okay, the thing that I focused on first, I want to say was my sleep felt like I just couldn't sleep, but I would speak about it endlessly. Anybody who would listen, I would tell them that I couldn't sleep. My sleep was terrible. It was awful. I couldn't sleep no matter what I did. I always had messed up sleep. My sleep schedule was always thrown off. And it also really perpetuated this inner belief and this inner shame came up because And I have a whole episode where I talked about like recovering from dealing with like really, to me, it was like some form of disordered sleeping. Uh, I actually do have a full episode where I covered that. And I apologize. I don't know what number it is, but I do have a full episode where I covered it. But I would constantly talk about it. I would constantly reinstill the belief in my mind that I was not a good sleeper and that I was a light sleeper, that I couldn't sleep, that I was always awake. My sleep was always bananas. I was always sleeping in too late and going to bed too late. And I just couldn't sleep. And the first thing that I did was I stopped talking about it like that, because I really do believe that we have the power to speak things over our life. And until you actually try to do this, it will not make sense. Like, The first time I ever had a positive experience with this, speaking things over my life, I literally did this today and I'm going to tell you about it too. But the first time I ever did this was when my husband and I, like four or five years ago, were struggling really bad with money and I just kept telling myself, we would go to the mall and walk every day because it was indoors and it was hot outside, or maybe it was snowing. It was one of the two. We were living in Utah. So it was either really fucking hot or really fucking cold. And we would go to the mall and do our like walking, trying to get our 10 K steps in, you know, and I would window shop and I would tell myself every day, Oh, I can afford that. Oh, I can afford that. I can afford that because I'm rich. I can afford that because I'm rich. But the thing is, I wasn't doing it and not believing it. I actually believed it. And I think that also will take you a lot farther. If you don't actually believe the things that you're speaking, it it makes it harder for it to come. But I actually believed it. Even though I knew that my bank account was like backwards, I was like, no, I'm rich and I can afford that. If I wanted to go in there right now, I could buy it and I could afford it. Like be delusional, sis, (laughs) be delusional, delude yourself there. Um, I'm rich and I can afford it literally not even seven days later, my husband got like a, an award. He got like employee of the quarter or something. He got a huge quarterly bonus that we weren't expecting. And because he got an award, he got even more money for being like the employee of the entire quarter. And it was something bananas too. We got like $3,000, which at the time that was just like so much fucking money to come out of nowhere. And I really could go to the mall and I really was rich and I really could afford it. In Utah, $3,000 will take you so far. Like it depends on where you live, obviously what $3,000 will do for you. But in Utah, you're like rich if you have $3,000 because the economy there is to me almost never affected. All the years that I lived there, I felt like it was like living in a bubble that was unaffected by the rest of the world. It was really weird. Um, Some of that was good and some of that was absolutely awful. But... (laughs) Um, living there, like that was my first experience with like speaking things over my life. Right. Uh, I literally just did this. Um, I was in my hot tub last night and I, I talked to myself, I'm a Gemini moon. I, it's just what I do. Okay. It's how I do things. I was literally just doing this and I was thinking about Mia magic and how she should have a podcast. And then, I Um, I shouted her out on my Instagram and I was like, Queen, you need a podcast. You don't even know who I am, but please give us a podcast. And she messaged me back and she was like, oh, your wish is granted. It's coming in June, which I don't believe that I created that. But while I was in my hot tub, I had the thought, I was like, wow, wow. Mia Magic is such a fucking cool lady. And if you don't know who Mia Magic is, you need to go follow her right now. Um, I was like, Mia Magic is such a fucking cool lady. Like she would love this house because she also used to live. I don't know what she's doing now with her living situation, but she used to live in a house that reminds me of the house that I live in. It was like all wood paneling. And my house is like that too. It's like all like logs and shit. And if you've seen videos on my Patreon, you know what my house looks like, but Um, I was like, dang me and magic would think my house is so cool. And I even have a guest room. If she ever wants to come to Washington, like I'm going to tell her that she could just stay at my house. But I also feel like that's like, so being so forward. Um, and this is like somebody that I consider like my colleague, even though she doesn't know who I am, like we're in the same sphere though. Um, well now she does, but literally I was like, I would totally tell her she could stay here. And after I shouted her out, she literally just messaged me because apparently she like reposted my story on her stories. She literally just messaged me. She was like, dang, I got so many good responses from reposting your story. I feel like I should interview you on my podcast. Where are you located? And it, I'm not saying it's happened yet, but I feel like Mia Magic could potentially be in my house. And I feel like we're just getting closer to that. Like, I just, I was speaking it over my life, like, wow, that would be so cool. And Mia Magic would totally fit in here. And it just, these things, you just got to speak the things over your life and they happen. I've also been consistently speaking over my life about like having a tarot deck done and designed and with like a specific collaborator too. And literally this opportunity fell into my lap today with the specific person, like very early stages. We don't even know if we're fully doing it yet, but still the fact that I've been speaking about it, like it's coming and then it just did like what anyways, um, speak that shit over your life. Your words have meaning. And that's something easy that you can do today is just stop speaking about the things literally stop, literally stop. Like, have a zone where you just will not go there. Like one of the ways that I started doing this that I also feel like transformed my life was I used to have this opinion that like the world was unsafe and it was on fire and everything was bad. And don't get me wrong. There are problems in the world. There are a lot of fucking problems in the world. However, it was like all roads led back there. And I always was on this spiral about it. And it would just lead me to feeling depressed and sad and not in touch with my life. And I basically got to a point where I made it like a no-no. Like even I even went and like told all of my friends, I was like, I cannot talk about this anymore. Like the problems of the world, if it's something in my community that I can actually help with, I will know about it. But other than that, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about the problems of the world. I don't want to hear about what's going on. I will do my part and do my best, but I cannot sit here and take in this much stimuli about how awful the world is. And That might be something that ruffles people's feathers, but honestly, for the sake of my mental health, it was the right choice. And I do feel better. I feel better not having that in my sphere. And I stopped talking about it and I stopped engaging with conversations about it. And I also feel like that led me to meeting my actual community in the town that I live in. And it's made such a difference. I don't feel like the world is an unsafe place. I don't feel like I'm not meant to be in it. I feel like I'm actually very much part of this ecosystem now. I feel like I am part of the whole. And listening to the news all day, which I never did, I just always felt like people were talking to me about it. Listening to that all day, it takes a toll on you. And it will lead you to think that the world is not a safe space and that everybody's selfish and greedy and out to get you. And... I don't look at the world that way anymore. I don't think everybody is selfish and greedy. I don't think everybody's a bad person. In fact, I think there is so much goodness to be had in this world. And there is so much, there is, there is so much goodness. There are so many good people. There are so many heart filled people. And it makes me upset with myself that I would speak that constantly over my life, that the world was unsafe and people sucked and I hated people. and. I would also always tell myself that I was an introvert. Like I want to save that story for tomorrow because I just feel like it's going to hit different for tomorrow's episode, but, um, not that there's anything wrong with being an introvert. I just want to make that very clear, but I feel like I used to lie to myself for a totally different reason. Um, but saying all of those things out loud, those were all just examples of like, I changed my life little by little by also just not speaking about shit that I didn't want in my life anymore. And then I started doing harder things. I started getting rid of friends. I started getting rid of people that perpetuated this. I looked at the things that I was really trying to heal. And I noticed very quickly that I had a friend in my life that really perpetuated a lot of the beliefs that I did not want to hold a lot of the healing work that I was doing. It like went in, in opposition to And this person's not a bad person. I want to make that very clear. I wish them truly nothing but the best. I genuinely don't have anything terrible to say. But the only thing I can say is they were not my person. They were not for me at this time in my life. And it was doing more damage to me being their friend than it was having them in my life. And I decided to remove that person. And I got better. Like, that sector of my life totally shifted. And... So I feel like that made a huge difference. Um, So like it it like taught me how to have better boundaries and take better care of myself. So like I I didn't do things all at once, I guess is the point I want to make here is that for me, I also went at my own pace. I didn't just, oh, this is my new life and I'm this new person and now everything's perfect. No, I went very slow. And then I started working on how I had this thing where like, I would always tell myself that I would rest when all of my work was done. But when you're an entrepreneur, your work is never done. Not really, you can always find something new to do. Always, always. I could always be getting ahead on videos. I could always be getting ahead on podcasts. I can always be creating something new, literally all the time. And I would tell myself how you can rest when you're done with work, Chloe. And this was probably the biggest shift that I made that actually transformed my ability to feel good most days, I would argue every day is that I started incorporating rest, play, and work in equal amounts. I stopped overworking. I started playing more and I started letting myself rest, even if there was more work to be done. And the problem with that is what I used to do is I would tell myself I was quote unquote resting, but then I would just sit there and stress out about work. So I had to work on that. I had to work slowly on myself, healing the part of me that felt like being unproductive was bad. I had to meet myself in my internal landscape with like those meditations, doing the parts work, meeting, I met a part of myself that was the quote unquote couch potato. And I was so afraid that the couch potato was going to take over my life. I was terrified of it and come to find out the couch potato was like, a resemblance of my mother in my childhood, always sleeping after work. And it was like this whole thing that I had to work on so that I could even be okay taking a nap and resting. Cause I used to be like, I hate naps. They're the worst, blah, blah, blah. And I had to work on that slowly so that now I can actually rest. Like today I didn't roll up into work until 2 PM because I stayed in bed all morning reading In the past, I would have judged myself ferociously for that, even though like, do I have private readings that are due? Absolutely. Did I have Patreon content I needed to get to? Absolutely. Did I feel like my rest was more of a priority today? Yeah. So I chose me instead. And those are things that I never would have done before without working on these things slowly and becoming this version of myself slowly. It took honestly a couple of years, but I don't want you to think that it's going to take a couple of years. I mean, it might for you, but it's going to take time and integrating. But the most important thing is that you need to ask yourself who you need to become and take it one thing at a time, one thing at a time. What can you work on changing? I would argue that the number one thing you can do for yourself that will change things the fastest is to change the way you talk about yourself. If every time you are beating yourself up, when you look in the mirror or when somebody gives you a compliment, if you just can't take the compliment, or if you have such a low belief of yourself, that's where you need to start. If you change the way you speak to yourself, that will change everything. And it takes effort. We talk about this a lot on the podcast that you don't just wake up tomorrow and have a totally different inner, inner monologue with yourself. It takes effort to stop thoughts as they're approaching and say, Hey, why are we thinking that way about ourselves? Why don't we think this instead? It takes effort to do that, but it is something that is free that you can start today. And it is the thing that will make the deepest impact. I promise. Like, That more than anything, when you have a, I don't want to say like a high belief of yourself, but like when you have confidence and high self-esteem, you will make so many different choices for your life because you will care about how you feel and you won't put everybody else in front of you. And I really feel like day one and two, it gave you the self-awareness to write a new story, to ask yourself who you want to become. And now with that knowledge, I want you to ask you who ask yourself, who you want to become. So that's like journal prompt. Number one, who do you want to become? And then number two is who would you have to become right now to see that person emerge? What kind of choices would you make? Who would you be? And if you feel like there are so many things wrong in your life that aren't adding up to being that person, it's okay. Everybody starts there. Literally nobody has it all figured out. Everybody's just putting one foot in front of the other. We literally are all out here unsupervised (laughs) and it's okay. If it takes a while to get there, you are the greatest project that you will ever work on and getting right with you. It will change everything in your life because you are not just you. You do not just only affect you. The way that you think about yourself affects your kids. It affects your spouses. It affects your families. It affects your friends and the interpersonal relationships that you have. It affects the choices that you make. It literally affects everything. I know that maybe we would all like to believe that we are just islands and we're out here affecting no one and nothing, but we are part of the ecosystem. Meaning that All of us are interconnected and we all affect each other. You're not an island and you weren't made to be. And it's okay to love yourself where you are right now and hold yourself in that loving compassion, but still want change. And it's okay to go slow. And it's okay to put one foot in front of the other. And it's okay if you mess up. I think that's like, you know, that whole post that I put on my Instagram about self-sabotage. It's okay. If you fall back into old patterns, it's okay. I feel like that's our like greatest detriment is we tell ourselves when we slip back into the old self that we're wrong, or this is so bad. And we get on this like shame spiral. And the thing is, it's okay to dust yourself up off. Get up and just go back to what you would rather be doing or how you would rather be behaving. You don't have to make it this whole long drawn out. Now you have to beat yourself up for the next several days. When one tire on your car pops, you don't slash the other three. You fix the tire and you keep going. It is literally the same way when it comes to healing work. You don't just decide to undo all the work that you did. You address the situation and you move forward. And I honestly, I saw something to kind of go in alignment with this on Instagram today that I was like, I need to save that. That was such a good post. And it was this one right here. And I need to repost this actually from responsive parenting. It says when I stopped letting one moment of dysregulation. So when your nervous system is like out of whack of dysregulation ruin my whole day, I started having a lot of less bad days. And I feel like this really goes for every part of life. It's not just about being dysregulated in a moment, ruin your day. It's like letting one little bit of like slipping back into the old self, ruin all the progress that you've made. This is why changing the way you talk to yourself will benefit you the most. Because if you talk to yourself kindly and like somebody that loves yourself, you're not going to sit there and berate yourself for days. You're going to go, ah, silly human me. I did that, I saw that I'm aware of it. It's okay. It's normal that I would do this, especially given the fact that I've done it so many times before and it's all right, we can make a new choice. You can literally decide to talk to yourself like that and it will make a difference, so decide who you want to be and then commit to making those small changes over time. And like I said, this, this, this is not a tool that is meant to like create a bunch of shame about who you're not being this is merely here to create self-awareness and so that you can start taking accountability so you can start taking your life into your own hands and that's all I want to say on this I hope this episode helped you out I'm really excited to get into tomorrow's episode because I feel like I just have so many things to say on the final episode the final topic and I wish you nothing but the best on your journey. Please remember that I don't care who you go through for your healing journey. It doesn't have to be me, but I do have a course that I feel like goes really well with these podcast episodes. And the link is down below for you. Uh, I purposefully made that course more accessible because I want people to feel like they can get the help that they need. But also remember I'm not a therapist and I am not trying to act as one. I have to say that. And, um, I do believe that we are our own best healers, but I also believe that this work is for some and not for others. And that's okay because everybody needs something different. Uh, And what works for one might not always work for somebody else. Anyways, I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.